curious about what I learned by doing 30 reels in 30 days on Instagram? Maybe a better question is, what did I learn by getting out of my comfort zone and doing the hard thing? I'll answer both questions in episode 79 of Just One Simple Thing. Stay tuned. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Y'all, do you ever get a crazy idea and then wonder what in the world made you think it was a good idea? For a lot of us, that happens at least once a day. You might remember a while back, I led the Rocket Your Reach Challenge to help you create a plan for increasing your reach and visibility. We talked about showing up, growing up, and glowing up. The challenge is still available if you're interested. I'll drop the link in the show notes. Anyway, growing up is all about doing the hard things that push you out of your comfort zone. And as the grow up component of my plan, I decided to do a series of Instagram reels, one every day in the month of August, which means I actually did 31 reels in 31 days. Now, you have to keep in mind, before this, I struggled to create one reel a week, much less one a day, and I had no idea how I was going to do this, but I just felt strongly this was something I was supposed to do. As it turned out, it wasn't as hard as I expected, and it was actually fun, sometimes. So here's a few things I learned from doing 30 reels in 30 days. First, there's no guarantee of instant growth. I bet you've seen more than a few Instagram experts say that if you'll do 30 days of reels, you'll see your account skyrocket. I've been around these internet streets long enough to know that's probably not true most of the time. I did see some good growth. I gained some followers over the month, but not really many more than I gained from a good month regularly. I also booked a couple of discovery calls with some potential new clients. The biggest growth I saw was in the podcast downloads. They were up about 20% over an average month. So while it may be tempting to buy into the hype that this is a super growth strategy, it actually reinforced my belief that there's no one thing that's going to make all the difference in your ministry or business journey. It's the accumulation of small steps of obedience consistently over time that drives sustainable growth. Number two, some things work and other things don't. Early in the month, the reach of most of my reels were in the thousands. But as the month went on, the reach went down. By the end of the month, each one had about 400 views. I think this is more related to changes in the Instagram algorithm around reels 
than it is about my experiment specifically. All of my creator friends are seeing basically the same trend. So it's more important than ever to learn what works for you and what doesn't. And doing a reel every day gave me plenty of opportunity to try different things. For me, reels that worked well had my face in them, had one actionable tip rather than three or four things, or challenged a commonly held belief. Some of the best performing reels were simple and only took a few minutes to create. What didn't work well? Videos I created on Canva with just words and images and anything I posted after 8.30 p.m. Trending audio versus my own original audio didn't really seem to make a difference. Number three, a plan and a system make everything easier. I worked on planning the series for a couple of weeks before I started. I saved reels that I liked to use as ideas or to use the audio. My VA went through my most downloaded podcast episodes and pulled out a tip or a quote to use in the reel. Then I went through those and prioritized them. So every reel pointed back to a specific podcast episode, and I could focus on creating the reel and its caption rather than creating brand new content. I would have never made it to the end of the month if I had tried to create all new stuff for this series. At the beginning of the week, when I did my regular social media content planning, I picked out the reels I'd use that week, scrolled through the ideas I saved, and matched them up. I would record a few in advance, but I did others during the week as I went. And number four, everything is more fun with a friend. We didn't plan this, but on August 1st, my friend Wren Robbins and I discovered that we were both doing reels every day in the month. Throughout the month, we checked on and encouraged each other. We commented on each other's reels. We collaborated on one reel together and a couple of remix reels. And at the end of the month, we gave each other a big virtual high five and celebrated together. Be sure to head over to Ren's IG profile as well and check out the reels she did in August. So overall, I'm glad I did 30 reels in 30 days. I learned a lot about how my audience consumes content on Instagram, how to create good reels, and how things are changing on the platform. But most importantly, I learned a lot about myself. I can do hard things outside of my comfort zone, but in order to do that, I have to set myself up for success with strategies like repurposing content, planning ahead, and keeping things simple. I don't have to do it like all the experts say. I can do it in ways that fit into my life, even if that means recording a reel in the bathroom at work during a quick break. And guess what? You can do hard things too. So for your one simple action step, I'm asking you, what is the hard thing you feel God leading you to do? The thing that could help you grow or learn a new skill. Name it, then make a plan to do it. If you head to my free Facebook group, Plan and Pray with Do a New Thing, you'll find a template you can use to capture your commitment. Share it on your social media and tag me at Do a New Thing so I can cheer you on. I'm so thankful for each of you who cheered me on during my month of reels. It was so encouraging to see your comments and hear how the simple tips were helping you. 
I'd really appreciate it if you could share this episode with a friend. Let's join together to support all the Jesus girls doing hard things. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.